Time now for All Things Gators, All Things Orange and Blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Uh, doing well, Frank. And thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the best in the business, se-ortho.com, for all your orthopedic needs in Jacksonville, FLA, as I learned that we are now live right yeah, now knew this. on Facebook. Yeah, you never knew this. Hey. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I, I'm surprised being the media that you are. It kind of slipped by me. OTT digital stuff isn't probably, you're not this good at This podcast afterwards will be available on all the platforms, yeah, right, Roku, yeah. Apple, Twitch, you know, yeah, you name it. it, we got it. Uh, this I don't know. I big, just threw it out there. Have you heard this Florida Georgia week? Have you heard? I got other things to tackle, yeah, Frank. Yeah, I know you do. I, I got know. other things. I got issues with the Gators. Uh, I yeah. just saw some numbers that disgust me. Yeah. Kind of numbers. Recruiting. Yeah, you don't like the recruiting, do you? The recruiting well, gets you bothered. I just saw I just yeah. saw the, somebody just released the the, the budget numbers. Yeah. The bu- the did budget. Did you see numbers. those? I did not see the budget numbers. Yeah, we're 14th in the country in recruiting in, budget. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 7th in the SEC. That's no good. FSU spends more. Georgia spends about 3 times as much. Yeah, and so Now the first the the Gator side will immediately go, "Yeah, but we have our own plane, so we save some costs. Yeah. To which I respond, yeah, I'm pretty sure Alabama and Georgia got their own planes. Well, and the reason it's even an issue is the Alabamas and the LSUs of the world, your contention is, and the Georgias, obviously, yes. have way more good players. Yes. That, 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 that's what we're talking about here is you have enough good players. I watched so, some, watch some uh, college ball this weekend with yeah. nobody playing. Yeah. And I'll just use this as an example. Because when you get three stars and develop, that's fine to a point. The question becomes, can you win a championship? Right. The debate will rage on. And maybe next year with AR-15, a quarterback, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. we'll make it for uh, that. By the way, if you're listening, if you're wondering why we haven't gotten to that yet in the podcast, we will. Please continue. Yeah, that's right. It's the lead, and I yeah, buried yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, I don't care. Okay. i got to get this off my yeah, I know, chest. I know. You're, you're hurting. I'm, I'm here for you. Thank you. I watched some guy uh, at Iowa State, a receiver yeah. named Hutchinson. Xavier Hutchinson. Yeah. He's from this area. Yeah. He looks pretty good to me. Got 12 balls, I think. Yeah. Got a penalty for some ridiculous. Yeah, awful penalty. Yeah. I watched a defensive back at Kansas. Right. And Kenny Logan Jr. was a quarterback here in the Jacksonville area. Right. Making, knocking the hell out of Oklahoma players, something we didn't do last year with our defensive backs. Um, so I'm just saying, you get three stars, but if you miss on three stars, then you're really screwed. Yeah. And it's just, a, it's just a, again, it's just me it's we've talked about it ad nauseum, so I don't want to spend much time on it. But I'm just saying, uh, again, this is where all the problems permeate from. Well, if you have the horses, things are different, and you're not four and three, even in a quote transitional. But we don't say transitional when you're yeah. a power team program. Well, let let me respond to all of it, please. Do you said this last week too, and I and, I, and you said it on Twitter. And I, I'm not. I'm being serious. Yeah, there's no question what you said. If you want to win national championships mm-hmm. and if you want to be Alabama and Georgia, that is a problem because Florida's not getting the volume of high-level recruits those schools are getting. There's mm-hmm. no debating that. Mm-hmm. The reason it's a conversation this year, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, because it's been that way though, for, for years now, even before Mullen got there, mm-hmm. is because as good a coach as Dan Mullen is, and he's a good coach, and he's I hope he stays coach. the coach. And I'm going to okay. keep going, okay. and I want to let you fish, but remind me, Right after that, because I've, I've flipped my thinking a little bit, okay. but continue. He's a good coach, yes. and I hope he stays the coach. Yes. But this has been his worst job of coaching the Florida football team in his four years. And mm-hmm. and because of that, we're now talking about recruiting and five stars and four stars mm-hmm. because you're four, we're four and three, mm-hmm. and Alabama and Georgia are on top of the world, even though Alabama right. lost the game. So that's why it's become – so the reason it's it's being talked about 
is because this team should be six and one. Right. Okay. Th- this team should be. This should be a six and one team. Correct. And. And and now the and now in the this is a real crossroads moment for Dan Mullen. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. not not to keep his job. They're not right. firing Dan Mullen, right. but it's a cross when for the first time since he's been the coach at Florida, mm-hmm. there are those in the fan base that are now wondering mm-hmm. will he make the right decisions. Right when that happens, right, it's a concern. Okay, so perfect lead into what I wanted to say because I'm more. I'm not ready to fire Dan Mullen. No. But I'm ready to call him on the carpet about a lot of stuff. And I'm I'm wondering, I'm wondering, is he the guy? Okay. I haven't wondered that before. And that you, that's my point. Okay. There's people now there, that are questioning. But but here's what you people who want to fire Dan Mullen today need to consider. And I was thinking about this. Everybody <laughs> wants a great coach. And it's generally considered, would you tell me if I'm wrong here, that Dan Mullen is a top 10 college football coach. I, I would think it's generally right? considered If that, you look yeah. at if you Before Google, the season started, yeah. easily. Yeah, if yeah. you Google top yeah. 10 football coaches, yes. college yes. football coaches, right. you'll find Dan Mullen's name right. on every one of them. So who are we? So, so a lot of people say, well, who are you going to get? Well, that's not my job. That's Scott Strickland's job. You get it. But hold on a second. Even Georgia, who I think has a path to the national championship gift wrap this year, even Georgia fan finds warts on Kirby Smart. What about Clemson fans now who are now saying, well, Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson got worse under Dabo and right. he's four and three now and he's no good and why can't we? That's Dabo Swinney who's won Dude. two national championships. Dude. Jimbo Fisher, well, he can't do this and can't do that and he lost Mississippi State. Everybody wants one guy and one guy only. The next Nick Saban. Right. And, and that's and there's only one. So so even the guys ahead of Mullen, their fan bases see the warts in them yeah. like we see the warts in Mullen. Well, and, and I'm going to bring one quick aside and we'll get back to yes. AR-15 in Florida, Georgia. Yes. But everybody knows, you know well, you're one of my dearest friends. Mm-hmm. Ron Zook and I are very good friends. Mm-hmm. And, so I, and, I, and I hate it when Florida fired him. Mm-hmm. It worked out fine because Urban came in and won championships right. and blah, blah, blah. But he goes to Illinois. Mm-hmm. Ron Zook would be the best coach in Illinois history. Mm-hmm. Gets there. He's got him in the Rose Bowl by year three. Mm-hmm. Okay. By year three. Mm-hmm. That's the, Illinois. The Illinois. Yeah. In the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Three of his last five teams went to bowls. His last two teams mm-hmm. are, to this day, are the only team in school history that have won back-to-back bowl games. Mm-hmm. He, the, the, the first one, Dan, he, they beat Baylor 38-14 with RG3 in the bowl. He had them rolling. He had turned them into Iowa. Okay. They're never going to be Ohio State. Right. But he had turned them into Iowa. Okay. He was their Frank Beamer. Right. Okay. But Illinois fan decided, well, Ron Zook failed at Florida, and now he's not recruiting as well. And he had NFL players all over the league. Right. So they said they're going to get rid of Ron Zook. Mm-hmm. They brought in a new president, a new AD. And I, I told them, I said, be careful. I don't want to sound like snooty Florida guy yeah. that knows football better than you right. do. Right. But be careful. But I do. <laughs> in in 11 years since then. Yeah. They haven't had a winning season, yeah, and haven't won a bowl game yeah. in eleven years, yeah. Because because they, when you have the guy, mm-hmm. don't screw it up, right? And so back to Florida. I'm not saying Florida can't get whoever, but Dan Mullen, not because Florida's not elite, mm-hmm. but based on what's the way the coaching carousel is going this day, this right. these days, right? The next Saban isn't necessarily how long did it take Alabama to get to Saban? No doubt, Frangioni and yeah. Mike Price yeah. and and and. and Mike DeBose, and yeah. we, there was about seven of them yeah. between Bear 
and before they got there. Right. And so that's what happens. It takes a while to get to that guy. So Dan Mullen should be the coach, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. No, right. Having said that, right. he's gotten stubborn on this quarterback thing. Yes. It's now clear, and I didn't want to say this, and I would not have said it with this much fervor until the LSU game. Mm-hmm. It's now clear 15's better. It's now clear, I don't know if 15 could be a star because he hasn't played enough, mm-hmm. but the star stuff is there. Yeah. It's clear now, big, strong. And it's magnified because of what's yeah. happened at Oklahoma yes. and other programs well, where they've made the switch and, and, and had ma- success. And you lost two games, you probably would have won if he'd been the quarterback. Yes, okay. but you, you, Alabama, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have played him against Alabama. Well, Alabama, he was hurt, he was hurt yeah. so you can't control that one. Yeah. But the other two games, yeah. you pro- so, so back to it, and I know the defense collapsed against LSU, mm-hmm. but for the first time now, Dan Mullen's at a crossroads. Right. He's being coy. Right. He's not talking, and that, which is smart, by the way. Right. I wouldn't go tell the world who I'm playing. No. But, this, but if you don't run 15 out there to start the game and have him play the whole game, yeah. essentially the whole game, right. now, and you lose the game, Ooh. which I think they're going to lose the game because yes. George is really good. Yeah. Now you have fan guys saying, you're more stubborn than you are good. Right. And that, so that's why this is a gigantic crossroads for Dan Mullen. Yeah. Every fan, every media member, every outsider is convinced 15's better than five. Not just better than five, but that five might be ordinary. Wonderful kid. Okay. Yeah. But 15 might be special. Yeah. And if you outth- if you overthink that, and now the Frank's Trask thing comes into play. Right. He did. Right. One thing coaches, see, coaches don't want to make a change. They have a plan. Mm-hmm. Here was the plan. Chris Leak's the quarterback and Tebow's going to play a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then late last year, Trask was the quarterback and Emory's going to play a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now... Emory's a quarterback, and and Richardson's going to play a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. And coaches don't want to don't want to they want to they don't want to leave their plan. Right, and they're stubborn about that. Right, with Franks and Trask, he got bailed out. He did. He got bailed out by an injury. Right, and so he was forced to play the better guy. Mm-hmm. Now he's not been bailed out by an injury. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't play Anthony Richardson, start and play the lion's share of the game and make it his game, and they lose, mm-hmm. they lose with Emory playing more, then he will be criticized. That's when the criticism, the not sure he's the right guy, becomes the hot seat, and you have to avoid that. That's why this is a major crossroads for Dan Mullen. Okay, and then I would respond to that, and I agree, but I would respond saying, okay, well, obviously Dan Mullen wants to win the game. Of course he does. So if he's putting Emery out there ahead of Anthony Richardson, which every one of us think is a huge mistake, there must be a reason why. Well, like, is there anything that possibly could be going on in practice? Yeah, no, I hear or you. That, things that we don't know about. Because there are three issues right now with Dan Mullen. It's stubbornness, yeah. which hits two of the issues, Grantham right. and the quarterback, and recruiting. But there are a lot of positives about Dan Mullen as well. Way more. So, yeah. Way more than the Correct. Right, right. But 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 no, I hear you. I, yeah. But my point That's is, all I wonder though. But, I, I mean, I know yeah. Dan Mullen well, wants I, to win the game. I, I said that I said what you said. He once Richardson plays a lot mm-hmm. and is and down after down, quarter after quarter, then there must be something that Mullins thinks is gonna happen negatively that it, well, but we saw it now. Yeah. But now we've seen a whole half. Right. And I know. he almost, if the defense hadn't collapsed, he would have rescued them from the worst loss in the Dan Mullen era. Do you think Dan Mullen can scheme up 24 points against that Georgia defense? Well, I, I tend to believe he can. I, I don't know because I don't know enough about Richardson and how he'll, look, here's what I do know. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Yeah. Do you think Dan Mullen can scheme up 24 points against that Georgia defense? I think that's the ceiling. 
That's the ceiling. I think so that would the, be a great job by yeah, Mo. Yeah, I think that's the ceiling okay. against this Georgia. I think that's the ceiling because nobody, the, nobody yeah, has. Yeah. No, I think Alabama. Yeah. That might be thirty-five, thirty. Yeah. But other than Alabama, yeah. I don't think anyone. Do you think the Georgia offense is dynamic? What you're asking me, can Florida win the game? Which is where you go? I'm getting there. Yeah, I know. Um, I think the Georgia offense is physical and fast. Yes. Uh, they're not dynamic because they don't have a dynamic playmaker at quarterback. Right. But they've got two terrific running backs. Mm-hmm. The, even with Pickens out, the receivers have been good. They block you. Yeah. There's big holes. The two backs are good. Mm-hmm. And so and the tight end is good. And the tight end's really good. Yeah. Really good. And yeah. he's fast. And so so no, I, I don't I don't see Florida winning the game. But back to the whole Richardson thing. Okay. You bring in Richardson. You you <laughs> you, you 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 have a good game plan for him. He makes some big plays against the best defense in the country and the best defense in the last few years. And you I'm not saying moral victory, right. but I'm saying, okay, so you lose 31-24, mm-hmm. and now you have your future. Now I think fan guy says, you know what? You had the wrong guy playing, shame on you, Dan, but at least, at least you've now made the move. Mm-hmm. Now you light up Missouri, Sanford, South, or South Carolina, Sanford, Missouri, FSU. You go eight and four. You put up big numbers. Anthony Richardson's now on the Heisman list for next year. You go beat somebody in the bowl. Now you've regained the momentum in the program mm-hmm. that I feel like is lost. That's why this is a crossroads game for them. That's fair. Because this, I, I, I want them to win against Georgia. We mm-hmm. all do. We're, we're Gators, okay? Yeah. But I'm also a realist. I think that's a very tough thing. What I do want, what I don't want is the game to end. And by the way, if Anthony Richardson plays and you, and you play great, mm-hmm. win or lose, mm-hmm. Yeah, then you got to deal with the coach. Why didn't you play him earlier? We right. had a better season. Right. But you can't change that. No, you can't. So that's why I think it's a crossroads crossroads game. I'm convinced now that that Emory Jones, for all the good he is, mm-hmm. great kid, mm-hmm. patient, good teammate, he his processing is a step slow, mm-hmm. and he's not sure whether to throw it. And you really saw that when Richardson went in, Dan. Right. Authoritative, got the ball out of his hands quick. He, I mean, he throws dimes, man. He and so, so the, I think Dan Mullen has to regain the confidence of the fan base, and that starts this week, win or lose. Well, I agree. And the other, then the bigger issue to me is if all that occurs and you do what you just said, and, and that scenario follows through, you've set you have a team next year because if Anthony Richardson is who we think he is and is that special a talent, can lift a particular team like Cam did Correct. at Auburn Correct. to to compete for SEC and national championships. Yeah. Now, that sounds crazy consider after watching this football team, but you would think with guys returning and starting to get a feel for who's staying and who's going and and the young guys that this team with a transcendental, and that's the not right, right. Uh, talent like Richardson, you would have a shot. And I think, and now let's go back to the other things you've talked about, um, recruiting. I think they're trying. I think he's trying to get the recruiting staff right. He's made a lot of changes in the offseason about the recruiting. He's got an ace recruiter in Tim Brewster. He's going to try mm-hmm. and find some other guys like that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of new coaches. Yeah. They're trying to change the paradigm in recruiting. He he's he know, he's he's got the computer he's got a computer too. Yeah. He know he yeah. knows that they're that they're not ranking high. So I think they're trying to change that. Well, the best way to get recruits, the best way is to have momentum in your program. Mm-hmm. The one thing Kirby Smart did, he got to Georgia and he created that momentum immediately. Mm-hmm. They didn't have momentum, by the way. Right. Much I like Mark Rick, right. the program had no momentum. Right. And uh, Greg McGarity, who was the AD at the time, who's a buddy of ours, mm-hmm. he's, he's here in Jacksonville as the executive director of the Gator Bowl, he comes on my radio show once a week. Mm-hmm. 
And he he talked about that. He said, nobody loves Mark Rick more than we did. Mm-hmm. One of the most genuinely good people of all time and a damn good football coach. Mm-hmm. But the program had lost momentum. Mm-hmm. So one thing Kirby Smart did is create the momentum when he got there. Well, Dan Mullen can create that momentum with this new quarterback who excites everybody. That's what they have to do. Speaking, of, Having said that, what about the game? What does Florida have to do in the game? How do you uh, win the game? You know, Kentucky ran some really interesting plays that worked. And Florida's sort of Kentucky elite when it comes to that. So I think he can find some some spots that he can, uh, some of those RPOs that Richardson ran where he steps in, steps back out, and hits a right. uh, running back down the seam or things like that. The wheel route will be back there, right. make sure they'll cover it this year. Um, but those type of things on offense, I believe that Dan Mullen can scheme Florida up to 24. I don't know about the defense. I've lost faith and the confidence in the defense. Um, I think Georgia beats them. Uh, they're 14 point favorites. And I, I think it'd be awful tough for Florida's uh, defense to slow down Georgia. It, 24, I also, by the way, believe is the ceiling. I think it's more, you know, yeah. 17 to 24. Right. So you see a 38 to 21. That's what I, I do too. Yeah. I am. Um, but here's so what do you have to do to to, to change that? Well, you got to stop the run, man. See, that's it. Yeah, see, that's it. You got to. If you don't have, and can we? The, right. If you don't have, my, and again, we're not football guys. <laughs> One thing we we never get on right. the podcast and act like no. we know the X's and O's. No. But we've watched enough of it. If you don't have Ventro Miller, yeah. What I would do, the two things I would do, if I was Florida, mm-hmm. number one, I would whatever you, however many you have to have in the box, mm-hmm. I would have. I would I would go into the game saying what we're not going to do is have those two great running backs run all over us. Right. No matter we're not we're not right. doing that. Right. If we have eight or nine in the box and Stetson Bennett can bomb us deep, then let him bomb us deep. Right. But we're not, what we're not doing is getting gutted like we just got. Right. One thing they're good about is they're good about fixing last week's problem. They had all the false starts <laughs> against Kentucky. They had no penalties against LSU, but then there was another problem. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll fix last week's problem so the best they can. I I, I would crowd that line of scrimmage. That would, I would not let Georgia run crazy on me. I'd play man out there. And then, you know what? If I've got Jason Marshall and Kyrie Elam covering their guys, and I got Trey Dean back there, and is Torrance going to be back, I hope? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I'd take my chances with that yeah. rather than my line and my linebackers holding up against their blockers. My worry is they take away the, the run a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I think that tight end is going to have a big day. But here's the other thing, too. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too. Okay, you take away the run. You take mm-hmm. away that bl- that death by a thousand cuts. Mm-hmm. You make them. What I, w- I don't want a nine play six minute drive. Right. This is one time I don't want to shorten the game. Right. Usually, when you have the worst team, you want to shorten the game. Right. I'd rather throw it over the top to Bowers, mm-hmm. score quickly. You know what happened last year? No, last year Florida had a different team. Yeah. Georgia got a fourteen nothing last year. Yeah. But I wasn't worried because okay, we'll play that game. We'll mm-hmm. play. We'll play the who can pass for more yards game. I would like to see. Tempo. I want to see as many. I want to see Anthony. He's Richardson saying all this under the caveat that Anthony Richardson is trotting out there well, series after series. Because too. if he's not, yeah, if he's not, then you have no chance. Yeah. And so, but I think Anthony Richardson starts. I, I want to correct. I want to see him start. Mm-hmm. Let's have a bunch of series with Anthony Richardson. Right. Let's have. Let's crowd the line. Right. Make them hit us quick if they're going to hit us. Let's go try and let's get it into that. Here's what I know: a mono a mono game, mm-hmm. Florida will get destroyed. Right. LSU, who's not very good, right. who, who Ole Miss just rolled, right? Which made me matter, by the way. Beat, beat, oh, when I watched that game, beat, beat Florida in a in a in a trench game. Mm-hmm. I don't think Florida can beat. I don't think Florida can beat them in a trench game. We might can beat them, Dan, in a throw it all over the lot game. 
because Richardson might be that guy. That's kind of the point. Yeah. There's your game plan. I like I'm it. all about game plan. I like it. I, you know, look, I look forward to it regardless, and we'll see how it plays out. And hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, stranger things have happened in the series, so but it's, 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 it's going to be tough. A crossroads. We're on a little cycle. That you, they win three, we yeah. win three, they win three, so maybe we how, can. How many in a row for you? I think this is 38. 38. This is, yeah. Dan Hicken will, will have gone to 38 straight yeah. Florida, Georgia. How about that? That's good. I That's like that. That's a great thirty eight in a row. Yeah. Now, did you once the once the streak started, it never ended. Like not you didn't go to any before. No. Your this first is it. one. My once, first one once was you in started, college. Yeah. you started the run. Yeah. Okay. I had you know, I had thirty one in a row. Yeah. And then I got the Jags gig. Yeah. And then when I got the, then in fourteen I missed. Fourteen mm-hmm. would have been thirty two. Okay. And so now my total is thirty five. Okay. It was the or thirty six. It was the, I, I went to two I went to seventy six okay. or seventy five. Okay. I think it's what it was. Then I didn't go again until seventy eight, mm-hmm. and then when that's the, when you're just a young kid in Jacksonville. Yeah, oh yeah, I was okay. I was in junior college. Right. I was a junior college transfer. I don't know if you know that or not. Okay, yeah, very sought after one. And I went um, from uh, from uh, seventy eight through thirteen. I made them that's all. Good. And then and now I've made two or three since then. So Nothing like it. We love it in Jacksonville. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's a, a lot. It's a great, great for people listening that don't yeah. live around here. Yeah. You can't imagine how important it is to our city. Yeah, to our and city's put it economy. on your bucket list. You got to yeah. come to one. And, and I and I tell people this all the time. It's not just number one. It's very important to Jacksonville, to our city for for the economic development. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money that comes mm-hmm. to town, mm-hmm. but it's more than that. It's so important to our city's self esteem. Yeah, the beauty of this game is what it means that we have. Jacksonville is an underdog. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville doesn't have Disney. It doesn't have mm-hmm. South Beach. It doesn't have all the things Tampa has at times. Mm-hmm. But the th- but we love living here. It's the greatest place in the world to live. For people that don't live here, you don't mm-hmm. understand that. But it's the greatest mm-hmm. place in the world to live. But that's one thing we have that nobody else has. Yeah, and it, what it means to the self esteem of this city to never lose that is a big big deal. Which is why I won't be here. By the way. Because Seattle. The Jags play in Seattle, so I'll be on the road in Seattle. I'll, I'll leave on we wouldn't Friday. mind calling this one via the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the remote, yeah. So, like the uh, London one. Yeah, but That's I was, a nice trip for you. I'm, I'm sure you're looking forward to flying out to Seattle. I'm looking forward to flying out and watching the uh, uh, noon start. But noon Is that a Saturday th- departure or a Friday departure? I'm Friday. Some, yeah. Uh, because I got a game to watch on Saturday. Dan. Okay. Okay. Well, the, you'll be uh, roaming the sidelines for year thirty. <laughs> I don't roam as much anymore. You're not a roam. No, you're. No. You're, you're roaming. Back in the day, I did roam. You were an old roamer, and they, we had some great runs in yeah, there, and yeah. uh, that was fun roaming with all the Jacksonville yeah. people. And well, listen, it means a lot to the South Georgia Bulldog fans too. Right. No question, because it's well, kind of their game, and that's one of the reasons it stayed. Yeah. Is North Georgia, the South Georgia? There's a lot of money in Sea Island, and a lot of money, and and, and those South Georgia yeah. big money boosters say, no, you you get six games a year. I was up in. I was up in um, uh, Jekyll yeah. uh, two Saturdays ago. Right. And we were headed out to Pinehurst, long story short, yeah. but but we stopped at a sports bar right. at Jekyll. I mean, Georgia was playing and it ain't, ain't it's packed. Yeah. Red and black, baby. St. Saint, Saint Simon's, I yeah. think you have to be a Georgia grad to live there. Probably. So, it, it, it yeah. is, so it, I get it, man. I get um, it. Before we wrap the podcast. Yes. Favorite Florida Georgia game? You get wow. you pick one. Now you could pick ten, but if I asked you to pick one favorite Florida Georgia game, well, I was one. part of the. You had the goalpost. I had the goalpost game. It's hard to beat over the fence, over the yeah. chain league fence at the old Gator Bowl with the boys in '84. You know, uh, we finally got them. We finally got them. That was that'll always be special. Like your first one, it's like your first championship is always special. But I would be. Remiss if I didn't 
grab a Spurrier game in there yeah. too because he changed the whole rivalry. So I would have to say those two would stand yeah. out most. Yeah. I think you're right. I think for me, um, 84 is still first. Yeah. 84 is still first. I mean, I was there for 44 yeah. nothing Georgia too now. Yeah, so was I, bro. Oof. Trust me, I was there for all of them. But, but I mean, I can tell you that uh, 84, yeah. that um, uh, third and whatever from the four-yard line, yeah. trying to seal it. Yeah. Kerwin Bell drops the throw. Ricky. Ricky Natil along the left sideline. Oh. Still might be my favorite play ever in Florida history. Now, oh, that's fine. Now, there, that. my next 25 are probably Spurrier plays. Yeah. But my favorite play. Yeah. My, Florida didn't do that. Then, no, no. My fa- ever. Right. My favorite play <laughs> might have been Belt and Teal for 96 yards mm-hmm. along after they had be, they'd won seven years in a row, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, so that's how, that's what, how it broke the streak. And it was uh, one of the happiest days of my life as a sports fan. I so that was that was the uh, and obviously the worst was Lindsey Scott. I was there for that. But yeah, I didn't. I missed my, that one. My friend Buck Blue, who's still one of my buddies, does yeah. radio. We're going to talk. We're going to do some radio together this week. Mm-hmm. He threw the pass to Lindsey Scott, so that was the worst. <laughs> and right, oh, the spur the the best era was the Spurrier era. Yeah, because you know, think about this: Steve Spurrier was eleven and one against Georgia. Mm. Of all the pain, and we're still mad at him for the one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's 11 and 1. 11 and 1 yeah. against Georgia and and including I'm, a win in Athens. And that's the which one was who, awful cool. And, and that's the one the, the legendary story when yeah. Lawson Holland came over to him and said, "Hey coach, no one's ever hung 50 on him here in in Athens." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Trick and, play. And, and and they scored. <laughs> and I and, Quizzy, again, Quizzy. Yeah, and, that, and that was the night by the way the Braves won their only World Series in Atlanta. Did you know that? No, I'm just telling. I'm sharing that uh, with you. Why do you ruin it? Why? Why do you ruin it? I'm just. I'm talking. This talking historically. Uh, we're done. Okay. I'm done with you. I don't need you. Good. Uh, all you Braves fans, have fun. Yeah, that's all things Gators. <laughs> all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. Yeah, thank you, Frank. Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, best in the business. Se-ortho.com in Jacksonville for all, all your orthopedic needs. Frank, have a good week and uh, go Gators. You too. Hey.